First question, tell me one thing you do to create the best year ever. I would probably say challenging myself is probably what creates my best year ever in all different aspects of life. Uh, That's been a consistent thing for me so far this year, and I plan on continuously challenging myself as much as possible. Amen to that, because that is where the growth comes. And welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast designed to inspire growth and impact so you can create your best year ever. And I'm your host, Rob Cressy. And joining me today is Bill Ryman, owner of Ryman Properties, vice president of RK Ryman Construction, and host of the Real Build podcast. Bill, great to have you on the show. Rob, appreciate you having me on, man. Looking forward to this. Yes, and this show is designed to help you create your best year ever. And you, my friend, are crushing right now. I've been seeing what you've been doing. You and I have been part of Arte for a while now. Uh, So I follow your journey. And there's so many good things that I want to talk to you about from your podcast and the way that you're doing that to connect and generate growth. Um, and be a thought leader to your mindset now. Two, you mentioned this is the top. You challenge yourself. You recently completed 75 hard, and I would love to dig a little bit more into that experience. And that, let's actually start with that because I know for me, completing 75 hard is something that was a game changer for me because it pushed myself to limits that I had to overcome to become the best version of myself. And it's something that's part of my DNA now and will be part of me forever. What was that experience like for you? It was the same. I mean, a lot of what you just said, but on top of it, I mean, the end results, obviously you get a lot of benefits there, but during the actual program, it's just, it's very, very, very challenging. And you figure out real quick why it's called 75 hard. Uh, It's time management is the biggest part of it. And especially with what I do, I work in the construction business. I'm constantly busy all day long on top of being in real estate and doing a home watch business and doing some other things. I actually started a sports card business during 75 hard. So that just tells you to to take up a little bit more of my time I didn't really have. So, but that, that the main thing I got out of it, obviously physical results are great with 75 hard, but the main thing I did get out of it is appreciation for time. Uh, Big, big appreciation for time because so many people say, I don't have time. I don't have time. And you constantly hear it from your friends, your family, and so on. But it's like when you're doing 75 hard, you've got all these tasks on top of everything else on your plate, but you figure out how to get those tasks done between all the other craziness that you have to deal with. I mean, I'm sure you had nights that you were walking late at night just to finish that outdoor workout. I had that multiple times where I was out at 12:30 midnight walking around my neighborhood trying to get that last workout in before I went to bed and then you got to get the progress picture in and so on. So the appreciation for time was one of the biggest things I took out of it. We all have time, we can all make time. It's just how you value it and how you spend it. 
And did you find that because your time was filled, that strangely you had more time? And what I mean by this is when I was done with 75 hard, it showed me how much time I had previously been wasting. So when we had said, I don't have enough time, and then you stack on two 45-minute workouts a day plus all of this other stuff that you would think of, how am I going to find this time? But really, I just audited my time. I prioritized it. I was more intentional. I started chopping stuff out so that when 75 hard was done, it was literally like... I had an entire other life of time available to myself. I 100% agree with you. It, it really helped me manage my time and, and how I spent it. I mean, you, so many people, like you said, we all kind of are like, oh, well, I don't have time to do that. But when you cut out, let's say, the Netflix or the cut out, let's say, video games or stuff that just isn't worth you know, I'm not saying it's not worth your time. Go ahead if you want to watch Netflix. But but with me, cutting some of that stuff out or cutting it down really helped me realize how much time I did have to dedicate to other things. Like I said, I started another business. I started a sports card business. I enjoy sports cards. The hobby came, made a comeback. So I started a little side business out of it. If, if you're able to see to my right, I got a stack full of PSA graded sports cards I got to sell. But it was a business that probably would have never even happened if I wasn't doing 75 hard because I utilize some extra time doing something I enjoy and I spend my time doing what I just said. It gets my mind off of the craziness of construction and real estate. But what you said is spot on, Rob. And I'm curious to hear from you, Bill, on uh, – what you have done moving forward in your life post 75 hard, because I find that this is the real separator that can happen is once you've learned the things, the way that this changes your DNA. It, like you said right there, it really does because it, there's it, stuff. It's hard to explain, but it'll, if you're wasting time or not doing something you should be doing, you got that voice in your head always telling you, what are you doing? You know, like 75 hard really structured me that way to be like, not that I'm a workaholic or anything. Obviously, I have a girlfriend. I spend time with her. But my, you know, when she's, let's say she goes to bed, then I spend my time doing something else that's actually going to benefit me and, and my personal brand or my business or my car business or whatever I do. So it really helped kind of get me on the right path I needed to. I'm very, very grateful I did it. I, I was one of the people that kept putting it off, making excuses, constantly saying, well, I got a wedding coming up or I got this event coming up or I got to I got to take care of this. Then I'll start. You know, I was one of those people. Finally, I had enough. I got a little overweight. I, you know, I was not drinking every day, but you know, my drinking could have went down a little bit, like just stuff like that, that I was making excuses of not to do. I, I finally had enough and I finally pulled the trigger and did it. It was one of the best things I did because now mindset wise, it's changed a lot. I'm going to do the program. I'm probably going to do 75 hard again. I haven't done the full live hard program. Uh, I've kind of had my break in between of, you know, because I'm going with construction and everything. We've been a little bit crazy, but I'll probably run the program, whole 75 hard program again, definitely, 
Yeah, and it's something for me I highly recommend. And what I would summarize what you just said is there is no perfect time to do this. There will always be weddings. There will always be holidays. There will always be summer or winter or good weather or bad weather or sporting events or children or everything in between. And every single person who does 75 hard in the live hard program has to overcome the excuse that we're all making for ourselves that the timing just isn't right. And you know what? The timing is never right for it. And we'll actually get to the next part, Bill, talking about your podcast. Because you know what else? Never has great timing? Podcasting. You know what I hear so often? Hey, Bill, have you ever thought about creating a podcast? Yeah, for like the last year and a half or so. Cool, like, when are you going to do it? I don't know. The timing's just not right. It's not a good time right now. I got so much. The construction industry is going crazy right now. Just like 75 Hard with podcasting, the excuses for why you can't or don't do something, they're super easy. But guess what? People never tell great stories about the things they don't do. And the people who find a way to make things happen, to do 75 Hard or to create a podcast, you know what we're doing this in the name of? Growth. You said this at the very beginning. You're always challenging yourself. So imagine, imagine challenge actually being not making excuses and finding times to make things that can contribute to your life and expanding your vision and expanding the things that you want to do in your life. So talk a little bit more about the creation of your podcast and the impact that it's had for you because I see you on social media and I love the way that you've used this as a tool and it works so well with the maturation of your brand on the video marketing side of things, both with doing interviews, but then I see you wearing um, interesting attire or costumes to sell houses. And boom, it is a perfect blend for your brand. Yeah. The po I mean, like we're going back to the time thing too. I mean, I, a lot of my podcasts, obviously I owe, I owe a lot of, Thanks and respect to you, Rob. Uh, you had that podcast course, I think it's what, two years ago now, two and a half years ago now that I hopped on. Uh, you get, let me, let me enjoy that for free. That helped me out quite a bit. So thank you for that. And, you know, with podcasting, it's all consistency. It's all about finding the time to do it. And a lot of my show, obviously, I, I have certain windows that I try and plan around it and so on. And I could easily make the excuse. I and I've caught myself doing it. I don't. I don't take this as I'm. I'm perfect because a lot of people deal with this. But I've caught myself saying, "Oh, I'm so tired. I don't feel like doing it." But you get past that. You know, you have to get past that and just tell yourself this is something you need to do. And I think two and a half years later, almost a hundred episodes in, my my growth's been steady on it. Uh, it's been a great part of my life in general, not just for helping people, but also for meeting new people along the way. All the guests I've had on, the connections I've made, I've had some big names on in the design world and building world. And those people I can connect with on a constant basis that if I didn't have a podcast, I'd never know them. I'd never talk to them. And, and you know, obviously just it would have went nowhere. So 
you know, with the content creation, podcasting has helped me tremendously with that, with comfort, with speaking, with so many different avenues, you know, like it's, it's helped me in so many different ways, but video content's been a big, big part of what I do too. I enjoy making videos. I'm, I, I don't really make crazy videos that are high produced, high production videos. I just have a camera. I have somebody that shoots me. I talk about a house. And then I edit it myself and launch the video. And that helped me get past the point of caring what everybody thinks too, which a lot of people, majority of people struggle with. With me now, like I remember my first video, it took me like 10 tries. Now I do it in one shot, boom, edit it, throw it up on social and that's it. And people, and you really don't realize how many people watch your stuff because maybe you're not getting as many likes and so on, but people see your stuff. I get random people all the time. I said, Oh, I saw your video. Your videos are amazing. This and that. I'm always like, why don't you, you know, hit the like button or something, you know, but but, uh, I get it all the time. And and they're like, wow, you do such great content. And it gets to the point where it just becomes natural. It just becomes something that you enjoy doing and showcasing. People wouldn't know what I do uh, unless I did video. I mean, it's hard to showcase these houses we're doing. And I've sold a lot of the customers I have now have, have been sold off. They've seen my videos. They learned who I am too. That's another big part of it. So podcasting, video, all that, all that stuff, take the time to do it. I highly recommend it. And like you said, Rob, you got to get past the excuse of when you're going to do it and just do it because we hear it all the time. I'm going to do it in a month and then the month goes by and you still don't do it. And there are so many good things that you said. I think what people fail to realize is that doing it is the barrier to entry. This is the starting point. Me trying to convince you or Bill trying to convince you that a podcast is for you. Little hint. If you're stuck on home base without even getting to first, guess what? You're not going to win because we're sitting here saying, how can I turn one podcast into 10 pieces of content and live stream it and bring in new guests and all of these different things. So by design, people are stopping themselves from the growth without even giving themselves the opportunity. Like you got to get past the, uh, the fear and all of these dear, there's excuses. There's going to be so many excuses that I hear. And certainly with me coaching people in brand building and podcasting from, I don't like the sound of my voice. I'm not comfortable on camera. I don't have the time. I don't know how to edit. There's like a million different excuses for why you can't do it. And guess what? The answers are so simple for how to overcome these. All you need to do is break this down into small little chunks. If you don't know how to do something, you have a few options. Number one, learn it yourself. How do you do that? Go on YouTube. Number two, find someone who has done it before and learn from them. Someone like me who says, I've got a course. Or number three, you say, let me work with a coach like me who can fast track you and get you to where you want to go. Those are the only three options. So you can sit there and stop complaining that I don't have enough time and instead say, well, why don't I just choose one of these three options? Because thinking about this endlessly isn't going to get you to where you want to go. And I love what you talked about the video content side of things and people, uh, more people seeing it than you realize in the game changing moment for me was two years ago at 10 X growth conference down at Miami 
It's the first day, and the the conference is about to start. It's at Marlin Stadium, and it's going to start in like 15 minutes. So we're just doing a loop to get to our seats. And out of nowhere, some random person came up to me and goes, hey, are you Rob Cressy? And I was like, yeah. And they go, I watch your videos on LinkedIn. I love them. My jaw hit the floor that a random person in Miami at 10X Growth Conference loves my LinkedIn videos. And from that second, I was like, I am all in on video. I don't care if anyone engages with what I do. I don't care if anybody likes or comments or does anything because this random person came up to me in an event that had no reason for anyone to know who I was there, yet they knew who I was. And if someone can do that from LinkedIn video, holy smokes, Batman, the sky is the limit. And once you start to realize, wait a second, I can pair podcasting and a video strategy together like what you're doing. I love hearing that you're editing yourself and that you went from 10 shoots to I'm just doing this once because guess what? You need to get the reps. What I always like to say is when you first ride a bike, you don't know how to do a wheelie. But when everybody starts a podcast, they're always like, I want to do these like 50 different things to make this amazing. I'm like, whoa, let's hold your horses. Let's learn how to ride this bike first. Then I'll teach you how to do wheelies. Yeah, well, like you said, part of the problem too, and I think that it really stops people from starting is they overthink it too. They overthink their strategy. I hear it all the time because they're like, hey, Bill, you got a podcast you know, how'd you start this and that? I go, I finally did. I came up with an idea. I researched if it was really out there or not. There wasn't much at the time of it. So then I just went for it. I hate my, I don't even listen. I will probably, I don't even want to listen to my first episode because it's probably so God awful. It's just, I'll cringe if I listen to it. And every time I look at it and I see the views continuously go up on, or the listens keep going up on it. I'm like, oh man, why are people still listening to this thing? You know, and it's like my first video was the same thing. But when you get to the point where you just keep doing it in consistency and you get better and better and better, and it's the same with it's with podcasting, video, anything that you do, consistency is going to make you get better. And it's like you just said too, Rob, is it's, you know, once that person first came to you in Miami and said, hey, man, I saw your stuff. You're all, it's awesome. That's it. That was it for me too. I mean, when I had a, uh, cut random person like hey i saw your video on facebook it was great when you talked about the house and this and that that was that was hilarious and i always had my spin with it you know i was like man i gotta keep doing this i I, you may not be seeing the reaction through comments and likes and so on but people are seeing it i mean i personally i tell people this too i find myself where i'm scrolling through instagram or i'm scrolling through facebook i don't always like stuff i'll stop and watch it but your mind's kind of thinking of the process and watching. You're so glued into that video. You're kind of like, yeah, that was pretty good. And then you keep scrolling. You know, it's almost like it's just human nature. Then you kind of go back. I always do this because I always, I think about myself. I always go back. I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't like that video. So I go back and make sure I like it, make sure I engage too, because I know that's what I would want. But 
I find myself doing that too. People are watching you. They're listening. You just got to keep going. You got to be consistent with it too. That's one thing with my podcast. I'm a very 75 hard. I'm a very uh, consistent person. If I start something, I don't want to fail at it. I want to continue it with it. I don't want to stop. That's why I'm almost a hundred episodes in on my podcast. Have I thought about stopping? Yes, multiple times. There's been plenty of times. I'm busy, this and that. I don't need to be doing this. We got plenty of work, but I continually do it just because I enjoy it on top of I know it's something that I need to do for now and into the future. Same with video. I think what a lot of people fail to realize about growth is we want this uh, immediate gratification that I do something, it happens now. Whether it's 75 harder, a podcast, or a video, I create this video. All of a sudden, I landed three clients. You're like, boom, let's keep this party going. But people fail to realize you made me laugh when you said you're embarrassed by your first episode and you're preaching to the choir, my friend. Holy smokes. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, remember, everything you see from me right now, I did not know how to do 10 years ago. Yet somehow, that's what my business is right now. Someone just said to me, Rob, if you ever hope to get paid to do what you love, you better be doing it already. So I'm like, all right, I want to get paid to talk about sports for a living. How do you do that? Well, you need to be on video and you need to have a podcast and you want to be a host and be good at social media. I'm like, all right, guess I'm going to teach myself all of this different stuff. I had no idea what I was doing whatsoever. But the reason that I'm able to continue to do this day after day is because my why is so strong that I have this dream and this vision of where I'm going and what it looks like and how I am using these vehicles of podcasting and video and challenging myself and mental toughness and grit and mindset and all of these different things. And I think about it like building a fortress or a library that I'm willing to pay my dues and invest right now for the future because I know one day that this will pay off. I don't ever expect that tomorrow or today is that day, but I wake up every day moving forward in the name of growth. And there's something that Ed Milet said that really changed my mind about invisible growth. He says, what you do today, you will see the results in 90 days. And I was like, whoa, that really makes sense to me because when you think about times when you're running hot, where you're working nonstop and you're filling, doing the podcast and the video and 75 hard and making new connections and doing networking, you got clients and proposals and all this stuff, and maybe not all of them lands that day or that week, but then fast forward three months and you're like, and I know this from my own experience because this happened to me last week, I was like, Last week was one of the best business weeks of my entire year. And it just so happened that stack, stack, stack these things, the dominoes started to fall because so often deals don't happen as quickly as we would like. But we bring this level of um, impatience or anxiety to the growth because we want it so much. It's like, I want this so bad. I'm willing to do everything for it and I'm putting in the work and I'm putting in the effort and why can't I just see this right now? But if you have a little bit of patience or a lot of bit of patience, and in my instance, it's 10 plus years of this journey and you eventually get to the point where you realize it's actually about the day-to-day -day journey. And every day, the more you do these things, you stack growth after growth after growth 
That's how you create your best year ever or your best day ever or your best week or your best month ever is you don't stop growing. And when you don't stop growing, you don't know when the growth is going to happen, but I promise you it is going to continue to happen. Yeah. And going off of that, and I've, I've figured this out with myself and I'm, I'm similar to a lot of people and, and people listening to this too need to understand. I, I challenge, I, I have challenges all the time. I mean, I struggle all the time. I'm human. It's normal. You know, we're not robots. We're not superheroes. We all face constant challenges. And that's the thing. When I stop challenging myself, I get complacent and I, and I've had that. I just went through that phase too. Uh, personally, I mean, it took the, the Arte call yesterday, Rob, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but that was one oh, that, yeah. that was the kick in the butt I needed uh, big time. Cause that just, it, it was that trigger that got me back into, you know, my groove getting back and challenging myself and making sure I, I complete my day, my routines and so on, because we all get complacent. We all have those struggles where we wake up, we, we get sidetracked or we don't have, especially in the world that I live in, where I'm getting phone calls constantly, emails are coming in and so on. And, and we all have to face that because nobody's perfect. But how I've figured out that works best for me is I have to challenge myself. I have to keep consistently doing things to push myself forward and try new things and so on because, you know, otherwise I'll get stagnant. I'll start kind of falling off my path and and that's just not who I am. And I, I'm hard on myself. It's it's entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, you're always kind of, you should always be hard on yourself. And I'm constantly have that voice in my head telling me, hey, you're not doing enough. You're not pushing yourself enough, too. So that was one thing I wanted to say, too. I mean, people that are listening to this don't think we're perfect. Nobody's perfect because we all face the same things that you do. It's just, you know, we you got to pull the trigger. You got to move forward. You got to really just push yourself to to do the podcast, do the video, do the stuff that usually people don't want to do it because they're uncomfortable doing it. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. I mean, we, we've heard Ed Milet say that multiple times. So, And it is our recognition that we aren't perfect that allows us to continue to move forward in the name of action and growth because we see the opportunities where we can improve. And that's the key is you can either sit there and not be happy with things or you can sit there and see where you're not perfect and say, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. And on my end, I'm even proactive about this. Where you're like, how can I challenge myself? How can I challenge myself? What can I do to get comfortable being uncomfortable? And for me, looking back at 2020 and the pandemic, and that's when I was going through the entire Live Hard program, I'm going to look back at it as uh, a time, a period of time in my life that absolutely defined me because I like to prepare for what's difficult when it's easy. And it was the most challenging time in the history of the world for many people. And I saw that I was like, well, wait a second, I'm an entrepreneur. This is nothing new. You're telling me there's another challenge in front of me. You're telling me people aren't responding back or that budgets are gone or that things are a little bit harder. Yeah. What do you think we've been training for the last 10 years? It's just, it's veiled in a different cloth for everyone instead of just you and I. So I'm going to go and actively do the things. And I even did an Instagram post about this yesterday where I flew back from Sarasota. It was 
8 a.m. flight, so we were up at like 5.30 or something. Energy was low. And on days when you fly, usually everything doesn't go as well. Um, you may not work out or whatever, but it was gorgeous in Chicago. So I made it a point at like 1 o'clock to get out and shoot some hoops. Then I had uh, a call with Jesse Itzler's group, and then I had the Arte call with Ed. And Ed's call just blew my freaking mind. I was ready to run through a wall, and he's always talking about pushing yourself. And I sat there, and I was tired, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a run right now. And you know why I'm going to do this? Because I don't want to do this. And this is an opportunity for me to prove to myself that no matter the circumstances, even in a day when my energy is running at zero and the last thing I would want to do is this, and I'd rather be watching the basketball game, I'm going to go for a two-mile run just to prove to myself that I can so that when the inevitable adversity, the next coronavirus of the world hits there, I know I've already been making investments in my mental toughness bank, in the get comfortable being uncomfortable bank, so that I am ready and I want to be proactive for it. So for me, how do I create my best year ever? Be proactive in creating challenges. That way you're prepared for when other challenges pop up. Yeah, it's funny thing is too, I did the exact same thing as you. I, I after that call too, I actually went for a forty five minute outdoor walk just to get out. I was like, I don't wanna do this because my girlfriend asked me, she's like, You wanna go take a walk or whatever? I was like, Yeah, you know what? At first I was like, Yeah, I don't want to. I'm good. I worked out this morning and I was like, Yeah, let's do it. You know, so funny thing you said that, but that it was something that I didn't want to do. It's something that you didn't want to do, but we pushed ourselves to do it. And when you get past that, like, cause your mind constantly is crazy and you start noticing it more and more too, the more you work on your personal development, when your mind's constantly telling you, no, no, I don't want to do it. I really don't feel like it. You will figure out a way to get past it. And that's, and that was something that before, I really started challenging myself and getting into personal development and my journey of really fixing myself and, and becoming living up to my true potential too. I struggled with that. Like everybody else, like I said, I mean, we all have that voice that kind of tells us just chill, relax. You're doing enough to get by. You're, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. And I, fa- I mean, we face it every day in some way, somehow, whether it's big or small, we always face that that voice and, and it's just figuring out finally to tell it no, getting past it and pushing yourself more. And this is with everything we do, whether it's podcasting, branding, uh, you know, fitness, uh, you know, faith, everything. And I've, I've literally, if you look at my gold board to my right here, it's, it hits every little part of my life. Uh, you know, grow your faith, do, do beyond 20 podcasts, ha- uh, you know, grow your pod, grow your podcast, uh, increase, obviously, uh, sell 20 million in home builds this year. There's just, it's a, a complete 75 hard. That was one of my things too. Obviously that's, that's a check off the goal list there, but real estate sales, so on read, read more books. I got read, I think 20 books on there too, but it's, it's constantly pushing yourself, improving yourself, trying to figure out how you can do it and get past that voice too that's constantly telling you not to do it. Just relax. It's okay to just chill for today and kick your feet up. You worked hard today. You don't need to do anything. Have a beer, have a drink, have a few drinks, you know, smoke some weed, whatever. You know, it's just getting past that and saying, all right, 
I need to be productive. How can I get better? What can I do? Whether that's making a piece of content. That's what I'm going to do tonight is I know I got to make some content to launch tomorrow morning. So that's what I'm going to work on. I don't know what I'm going to create. I got a million videos on my computer right here. I'll figure something out. But that's something I don't need to do, but I'm going to do it. And I, then I'm going to launch a video tomorrow. So it's just, it's, it's a must in life. It's getting past those things and just challenging yourself. Yeah. And, and for me, no means yes. And you, I learned this during 75 hard that no becomes a trigger for yes. And does it get any easier when you don't want to work out or you don't want to do another podcast or you don't want to do another thing? No, it is always hard, but you know, what gets easier taking action. You've done it so many times that reflexively you just say, no, boom, I'm turning that into yes. And you just move forward that you just put your running shoes on and you just go out the door. You don't think the quicker you can shorten the time between no and your next thought for action, the easier this becomes. So remember, this doesn't mean that all of a sudden we have no problems that we just jump out of bed wanting to work out all the day. No, it is the complete opposite of that. Bill and I have the exact same self-limiting thoughts that everybody else has. The only difference is when we see them, that becomes a trigger for us to say, oh, I'm not listening to that. I'm going to go live in action. Inevitably, you got done with that 45-minute walk. I got done with my two-mile run, and I was like, boom, glad I did this. So now the next time that comes, I'm like, remember that time you did that two-mile run? You've got this. Rinse and repeat over and over and over again. Yeah, and I agree. And I mean, you're gonna that another challenge you're gonna face is you're gonna have friends, you're gonna have family that thinks you're you're a lunatic or a psycho, or you're just it, you're just not right in the head. But you know, it's it, it's and then you're gonna find people like yourself, Rob, that you're we click. We're the same. There's a lot of people in this world that want to be like you. They want to advance. They want to get ahead. And that's something our mentors talk about constantly too. Is with entrepreneurship, how alone you actually feel during that process because not a lot of people are like you or as motivated to you and then they see your motivation and they make jokes about it because they're they're complacent they're living kind of that mediocre average life and you start to realize that more too 75 hard one thing i also forgot to mention was 75 hard that i started i started really noticing is how people really are how people around me really are and and how they react and so on too because when your your mind becomes so clear like it does during that program you start seeing people for who they truly are and the excuses that they make on an everyday basis not just yourself but you also see the people that you surround yourself with and who they are too and that was one thing i noticed and it's you know entrepreneurs talk about you surround yourself, you, whoever you surround yourself with is who you become, which is very true in a lot of ways. And, and I'm not saying lose all your friends and so on, but, but you start part of being an Arte too. I'm very grateful for that because I've, I've made some really great friends, people all over the world that I can call good friends that I can call anytime, ask for help and so on that are on that same level, have that same wavelength that I do that just want to get better. And they cheer you on too, because you'll see it with, with people that are average and complacent, they won't cheer you on. 
you know, they'll just make fun of you and kind of, you know, joke about you and so on. But the more you keep leveling up, they're going to be the ones that are like, oh, yeah, I was his friend the whole entire time. This and that. He was my best buddy. And, you know, they're going to want to ride on my plane one day, too. So I always I always say that. But it's 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 hard and it's a constant battle every single day. I really want everybody listening too, because a lot of people come on podcasts, especially motivational podcasts too. And just, you know, they seem like aliens, like they never have struggled. They never fail this and that, and this is what they were taught and so on. That's not true. I struggle every single day in some kind of way. I deal with the demons in the back of my head to say just, you know, but I get past them. And it's like Rob said too, the more you keep doing it, the easier it becomes to say no and just keep moving forward. And it takes time and people are very impatient. Uh, That's one thing I've had to learn is patience. But if you learn patience, you start seeing results. And when you see the results, you want more. So amen to that. And that is why I created this podcast because for you listening and watching right now, you're the average of Bill and I right now. And we do this to inspire, to educate, to help people along on their journey because we want to be champions for everyone. It's why one of my declarations in the morning is I am a champion for everyone. So we're going to share this knowledge and inspiration that we have with you so that we can help you on your journey. Bill, love jamming with you. Love following you on social. Love being a brother in Arte with you. Where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, Rob, I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, This was awesome. Uh, You can find me on any social media platform. Instagram Instagram is I'm Bill Ryman. So I am Bill Ryman. So the letter I, the letter M, Bill Ryman, since somebody took Bill Ryman, unfortunately. And then uh, LinkedIn, Bill Ryman, Facebook, Bill Ryman. You can Google me too. I'm sure all my social media and everything will pop up because I don't think there's too many other active Bill Ryman's in the world out there. So anyway, that's where you, and rkryman.com is our website for our construction company as well. And I want to hear from you. There was so much goodness packed into this episode from 75 hard to podcasting and video to creating and overcoming challenges. What resonated with you from this? I would love to hear from you or what are you actively working on on your end? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. You can also go to robcressy.com. I've got a ton of resources on mindset, personal development, growth, brand building, podcasting. And as a call to action, I would love to help you on your journey. If you're looking to level up, then I would love to invite you to be in conversation with me. You can slide into my DMs at Rob Cressy or email me rob at robcressy.com. Let's find time to jump on a call.